Good morning. It's Rob Connett with you here on the Triangles Morning News. Uh, so the American Heart Association recently examined uh, the effectiveness of intermittent fasting and calorie reduction in order to lose weight. Uh, and if it actually works. So in, intermittent fasting has become a, a technique that some use to lose weight. But how effective is it really? So joining us to talk about this, Dr. Jessica Bartfield. She is a physician with Atrium Health, uh, Wake Forest Baptist Weight Management Center. She's also a assistant professor of bariatric and weight management at Wake Forest University School of Medicine in Winston-Salem. Dr. Bartfield, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, can you tell us what prompted this study in the first place? Hi, sure. Thanks for having me. So, yes, the um, researchers of the studies really just wanted to examine kind of the effect of um, what we call our feeding window, right? So the time from when you have your first meal of the day to the time of when you have your last meal of the day. And they wanted to look over this on the long term to see if this was associated with weight trends, weight trajectory. So which way did the weight go? Did it go up or down? depending on someone's length of their feeding window, how long the feeding window is. And they wanted to kind of see, because of this idea of this time-restricted feeding, which is um, one form of intermittent fasting, which has become pretty popular, the thought that if we shorten our feeding windows, have smaller feeding windows, then that may translate into more weight loss. So you say that's one form. What, what are some other forms of intermittent fasting? For those that are not familiar with the term, how, how does it work? Yeah. So intermittent fasting, um, it's just kind of, again, it's another way to essentially try to reduce your calories without having to count calories, but rather looking at um, the time of how you're eating. So one form, again, restricted feeding, time-restricted feeding, you're shortening your feeding window, the hours that you spend eating during the day. Another form would be um, alternate day fasting, um, and there's various forms of that. There's a popular one called five and two, which means essentially two days a week, you take in maybe about um, anywhere from zero to maybe 25% of your calorie needs, so maybe only a total of about four to 600 calories a day, two days a week. And then the rest of the week, you eat kind of as you normally would. And then there's also um, different forms of um, alternate day fasting where you would do essentially every other day, you would restrict your calories to a very limited number of your needs. So again, maybe around four to 600. And then the following day, kind of eat as you normally would without counting calories. So what, uh, what were the results? Does, does this actually work? Does this help you lose weight? So this uh, study basically showed kind of what we already know, is that essentially people who had more frequent larger meals and more um, medium-sized meals had more weight gain. So what they had these cases, the participants do in the study was essentially use an app. And the app hasn't been that validated, and they only had about 50% of their initial enrollees complete the study. So those were some limitations. But essentially with the app, these participants would just start the time of when they started eating, hit the timer when they stopped eating during the day, and then they would estimate their calorie intake. And that can be problematic too in studies, but essentially the participants gauged, did I have how many large meals did I have, how many small meals, how many medium-sized meals, and then how many snacks and beverages. And so participants who had a higher number of larger and medium-sized meals, meaning um, more calories during the day, had greater weight gain. And that didn't really seem to correlate at all with the feeding window that they had. Um, didn't mean that it didn't work. It just wasn't associated with any weight loss. And this, again, is all kind of association data, um, not certainly not cause and effect or an intervention. 
I guess it all makes sense, right? You, I, I would think, okay, the more bigger meals you have, the the more calories you're taking in, and and that's obviously not helping with the goal of of losing weight. That's exactly right. I mean, it still comes down to energy balance, and unfortunately, um, for vast majority of people to lose weight, we have to kind of create that energy deficit. So if you're going to take in more calories, yes, you would experience or you would expect some weight gain. I don't think it necessarily says that time-restricted feeding doesn't work with weight loss. I think it really speaks to it has to be done, you know, in a kind of a strategic way to make sure that you are getting that caloric reduction. And obviously, it's it's a work in progress as well. I mean, if, if you just decide, you know, as a, let's say, a, a New Year's resolution, all right, I'm, I'm just going to stop eating altogether to lose weight. Uh, obviously, that has uh, not going to help either. But are, are there any benefits to, uh, to intermittent fasting? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think you're exactly right when you say kind of that work in progress, meaning we're still trying to, um, you know, have more studies on this, better, well-designed studies where we can do a specific intervention and really um, try to determine cause and effect which is what you want rather than, you know, strong, that's much stronger data than, than necessarily associations. So I think we are still trying to kind of figure out the best way to do this to help patients. But it can be helpful. Um, and there are plenty of studies that show that patients who have time-restricted feeding or alternate day fasting or the 5N2 plan as an intervention, and again, if it's done in a specific way to reduce those calories, then they have shown some clinical significant weight loss, They've shown improvements in blood sugar control, improvements in cholesterol, improvements in blood pressure. So I think there are some benefits to it. We just need kind of larger, um, well-designed studies. And again, really trying to um, uh, tailor these approaches to patient-specific needs and not kind of go after this, well, one one size will fit all type of approach. Dr. Jessica Bartfield uh, with uh, Atrium Health and also with uh, Wake Forest School of Medicine. All right, before we let you go, l- let me ask you this. Uh, if, yeah. if someone were to come to you and say, hey, doc, all right, I- I'm trying to lose weight, what is your number one advice uh, to people you know, that are wanting to lose weight here in 2023, you know, intermittent fasting, or is it a, a good balance of, you know, eating right and, and exercising? Is that still the most popular way? So uh, the number one um, effect or strongest effect, I would say, on weight management and for active weight loss is going to be going after how you're eating. And again, trying to find the best way for my patients to be able to reduce their calories. And here's the most important thing, stay with it. So there's conventional roles, and usually that's kind of decreasing your calories um, to some extent every day. Um, But there's also these kind of newer, more kind of provocative ways that we do know are effective. So if that's going to be something my patient can follow over the long term, that's going to be something I recommend as long as it's, again, good nutrition and making sure that they're having progress with the weight loss. So that's the good news. There is many different ways we can approach weight management by getting that caloric reduction. It's just finding the pattern that works the best for my individual patients so that they can meet their goals and stay with it over the long term. She is Dr. Jessica Bartfield joining us uh, here on the Triangles Morning News. Dr. Bartfield, thanks so much, uh, and uh, have a good rest of your day. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me.
Dr. Jessica Bartfield uh, with Atrium Health and uh, a assistant professor of bariatric and weight management at Wake Forest School of Medicine in Winston-Salem joining us here on the Triangle's Morning News.